millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, just a quick intro to say that today, on today's episode, it's myself and Stephen Mullen, one of our regulars on the pod, and we're talking about nothing at all, really. Uh, our idea was that we were going to talk about life hacks that we've learned during quarantine, but it was meant to be a bit of a piss take. But in the end, what happened was we talked a lot about cereal, uh, a lot about cereal and a lot about Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's just a bit of crack, and it's a break from it all. We've had two episodes in a row that were pretty full-on. Great, but full-on. And this is mindless crack. Life hacks. Cereal. What type of milk you eat with your cereal. How you apply the milk. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. And just fun. So enjoy it. Here's Steve. And uh, it's great to be back. Thanks. Steve, I don't, I don't care that you're still eating a banana. I'm, not, I'm not eating into the mic. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, banana can be banana can be a bad uh, controversial a bad chew isn't it? sound. It can be a bad chew sound, you know. Oh, bad chewing sound. Sorry, yeah. I th- some people say bananas aren't good for you. And all that. I am back on coffee hard. By the way, <laughs> come on, you gotta be. It's hard to get motivated from. You know, it's weird. Tell me if uh, if you're finding this. I feel more tired than when I'm busy. You feel you feel more tired now than when you're busy. Yeah, like I feel more tired in quarantine than when I'm busy. Like I find I find it's easy to just get I don't get like depressed, but I definitely find it easy to be lethargic. Do you never get depressed? You never come across to me as someone who'd ever get depressed because like, I I definitely kind of like, geez, come on now, Stephen, pick yourself up here. Come on, Steve. Steve, we said we were going to have a fun episode today. You, you, no, you, no, I'm not going to talk about I, that. I know I, accidentally, I know I accidentally mentioned depression, but I certainly have never had a moment where I felt like, I mean, I've, I felt down, but I've never had a moment where I thought, oh, shit, I have a depression issue. Right. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe I'm just in, maybe I'm just in major denial. You know? <laughs> um, I'm, it's going to come crashing down one day. It's going to be like, you thought you could just ease your way through this life? Well, here's fucking payback for all your, your madness. Well, we might, we, we might go into all, because we just got announced that we have an, at least another month of this lockdown here. Um, another, they said another month of the full lockdown. Yeah, another. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's exactly. Are what, you looking up at me, Steve? No, May. <laughs> <laughs> it's May the fifth. Um, uh, May the fifth, which yeah, it's a month today, basically. Yeah, so they're so they're saying May the fifth for uh, for this to conti- full, continue like, with these cops, restrictions. Cops on the streets. Wow, man. Yeah, and it's funny because Ireland is freaking out. Somebody messaged me yesterday and said we have five hundred new cases in Ireland today. And I was like, "Yeah, nothing." We had eight hundred deaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In New York today, just in New York deaths. Shit, man. New York State, New York State, not New York City. What kind of media are you getting about New York? Because my friend called me today, and he was just like, "It's fucking hell over there." And I was like, "God, I, you know, it's bad." But I don't know what you guys are seeing that because everybody, everybody from over there seems to be freaking out. 
Well, it's just, I think, uh, in comparison to... I think most Irish people... Well, I just can't t- tire them all with the same brush. But unless we you've lived in a big city like in New York or London, when you see those types of numbers, it can be quite like, holy shit, because, you know, the, most Irish people, if they've lived in Ireland all their lives, they're not used to a city of that size. They're not used to... Like, like I, I've, I've lived in London, and you can see the crazy numbers, but I also know how many people are concentrated into one l- borough of London. So, like, it's an intensity yeah. of people that does, just doesn't... There's no comparison in Ireland. So when you see those types of figures, like the New York figures, I think it can be overwhelming to go, oh, fucking hell, but I think maybe New Yorkers and Americans are used to it because it's, you know, New York is such a densely populated place, you know? Well, I started wearing a mask now. I did went. You? I did my. I did my weekly... Well, when I say my weekly shop, I actually hadn't done food shopping in two weeks. I wow. deliberately... This is my, since we said we were going to do life hacks, Steve. Yes. We said we were going to do life hacks today. Boiled eggs. This, the, <laughs> the, the, she just delivered you that egg, which you, you spilled there. You wasted two eggs. No, I didn't. Approximately. Two eggs. I got two eggs. Oh, you got to get that protein in. Jesus, you're doing it right. I, I'm, I'm fostering a dog, but she doesn't make me fucking eggs. So I can tell you that right now. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? That like, that's, we haven't, I haven't chatted to you since since you got becky well she's good i had a real bone i got a break yesterday so this vet actually an american lady but she's married to an irish guy so i guess that's how she became familiar with me she's one of the people that has just kind of gotten into my instagram in quarantine you know yeah and uh so she said listen just so you know i'm a vet she was thanking me for all the content blah 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 and then she said i'm a vet so if you have any questions about the dog, don't be afraid to ask. I don't mind. So the really big question that I wanted to know was, how old is she? Because I know that you can check from the teeth. So I was able to, very scary to take a picture of a pit bull's teeth. Because <laughs> yeah. I, first I sent her, you know, I just sent her like a picture, like the front of her teeth, you know, a little like little happy smile. And she was like, no, I really, and then she showed me the type of picture that I needed, which is like back of the mouth, open the thing. And even though Becky doesn't seem to be a killer, it's still like... Oh, you yeah, know, for it, sure. It, it, I, I would I would compare it to the feeling of walking onto a ward where coronavirus patients are. You know that you have your PPE on yeah. and you know that you're probably going to be safe. But at the same time, it is a killer. You're in the presence of a killer. Yes. <laughs> so I had my I had my hand at the side of this pit bull's mouth that I've really only known a week. That's I mean, thing. we're getting you don't on know well. That but, well, you know? Yeah, we're only getting on a week, you know? And uh, anyway, I got the picture. And... Uh, so actually, the shelter was correct. The, the vet said between three and four, which is what the, the shelter had sort of said, four or five. So uh, anyway, she's probably only four years old. She's a fantastic dog, probably not great with other dogs. Right. But uh, the other great thing that that vet, the vet said, take a picture of the, 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 the wound from the surgery. And she said, actually, it's healed up really well. So you can pretty much stop using a cone and you can also take her on the beach and get a bit active. So yesterday evening was really the beginning of our journey together but i have to tell you i have to tell you that i've taken her off the leash twice on the beach both times like very nobody on the beach but my heart was in my fucking mouth the first time because she didn't run too far away but she got i walked i walked over towards the public beach because i just didn't want her like running just in case like one of the houses had a dog yeah and she just decided to just like run up somebody's you know walkway onto their house so i said let me get down to the public beach less people uh, no people, you know, because it was like, it was nearly, you know, it was, it was nearly dark. And uh, 
She fucking took off towards the fucking stairs of the public beach. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, Becky, Becky, you know, and I was just thinking like, she's going to run up that thing and there's going to be somebody up there looking at the sunset, you know? (laughs) I was jetting it, bro. I was like jetting it. Because like, if it was any other type of dog, I wouldn't care, but it's a fucking pit bull. Like, I just don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to walk up there and she's got like some child's arm in her mouth being like, did I do good, daddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... Anyway, she she did eventually come back, but th- th- this morning I took her off the leash, and she was she's good. She runs and then she comes back. So she she kind of behaved like previous dogs that I've had in my life this morning off the leash. So I feel pretty confident when nobody's around that I could take her off the leash. But anyway, I, you know, I I feel like I'm boring people with my dog stories. Not at all. It's cool. I like. I think it's cool. I'm delighted that that you did it. It's really cool to have done because like it's one of those things. I don't even know if you know how long it's going to go on for. Do you? When do you give her back or like? No, I mean, I'm not, honestly, I'm not giving her back to that shelter. I will only give up this dog if I find a forever home, which I consider to be my mission. You know, my, my task with her is to use my social media to get her a forever home. I can handle, people say you'll never be able to give her up. I can handle giving her to like a nice scenario. I cannot hand her back to the shelter. Like, no way. Right. Okay. Oh, that's a pretty too cool good goal, bro. She's a too she's too good of a dog to hand back to that shelter. Like she deserves a forever home. She's she's a very good family though. I just cannot I haven't had a proper chance to see if she's good with other dogs. Yeah. But um Yeah, cuz I you know, I could bring her to Ireland and back, you know, but that's a pain. I it, it, honestly, it's not what I want. I don't want the hassle of a dog with the amount of travel that I do, which is fair enough. Like I I only committed to fostering the dog, but at the same time like I if I have to give the dog back to the shelter when I go back to Ireland, the dog's coming to Ireland. Simple as that. That's that's going to be interesting. How's how's a New York dog going to get on in Dolphin's Barn? You know, I mean, who the fuck is this? You know? oh, well, she's a pit bull, man. She's <laughs> yes, going to feel yeah. right at home. She's yeah. going to be like, no, these are my people. You know, we were in the Hamptons. The Hamptons was nice, but these people are snobs. Yeah, this yeah. this is the smell of discarded needles is really what I'm used to. Mm. You know, you know the smell of weed on the streets and. You know, men trying to express their masculinity through their dog choice. This is what I'm talking about, you know, because people here are trying to people here try to um, uh, put forward their affluence through their dog choice. You know, purebreds. Okay. They can talk about, you know, the breeder that they got it from. Right. Whereas in the barn, they basically want to say, you need to fear me like you need to fear my dog. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget when I lived in uh, out in Clancilla, Dublin 15, walking, my dad got like a, a... a new family dog after we did family dog since I was like three and he passed away. And then we got a little puppy, uh, Cocker Spaniel. So it was like the cutest little thing ever. It was like lady from lady and the tramp. It was so cute. I used to love taking out for a walk and all the lads in the area going, ah, nice dog. <laughs> and it's like, like, like you're like, like it's a effeminate dog. Yeah, it's like, what are you gay? It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people make a lot of, you know... Like, people- literally shouting from the other side of the street, I'm just taking a dog for a walk. <laughs> like, it's crazy, bro. I know, like, I honestly, I wanted a small dog. Like, like you can't really foster a small dog. They're very hard to get. Yeah. Um, I wanted a small dog. So I said to one of my neighbors here, uh, I said, I'd love to get a Bichon Frige. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, like, how could a man get a Bichon Frige? Oh, you know, it's like... But I like I I would love a little cuddly Bichon Frise, a little white fluffy yeah. Bichon Frise. But now, in saying that, now that I have a single mom pit bull from the hood, <laughs> it's my assumption. I'm much more comfortable. I'm, I I really have become a pit bull guy. I have to tell you. I mean, I appreciate that they're dangerous animals, but 
They're very loving. I'm I'm a pit bull guy, man. They're you know, seriously I, I, loyal, I, aren't they? Oh man, they're loyal. But I, I I just nervous that that loyalty will lead to her. You know, if I take her back to the barn and one of these guys is like, "Oh no, he does," yeah, yeah. Fucking, she'll be like, "Shut the fuck!" You know, like all the trolls. Actually, I think Where's I'm just gonna unleash her on all. Now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd I like to see them come for my fucking wheelie bin now. These fucking <laughs> pricks, <laughs> man. Now, on, my Becky. wheelie bins are safe. My wheelie bins are safe now. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we said we'd we said we'd mess around on this uh, little quick episode, uh, talking about life hacks. Well, I tell you, my life hack, my quarantine life hack number one, uh-huh. and this is a real one because I know we said we might joke around too. I actually, I, I, I've, I've really cut down on the amount of food that's in the house. I actually didn't shop for two weeks, and I ended up like really cleaning the place out before I went to shopping because. When there's so much food in that fridge and there's so much stuff, you just eat a lot more. And I have really cut down on my food consumption since those early days. Remember the early days of quarantine when it was all like a bit of a joke? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, you, you remember doing jokes about singing happy birthday and washing your hands like this was all a bit of crack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Remember? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. What were you buying all the time? Uh, crunchy Nut Cornflakes, wasn't it? No, no. Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, honey nut Cheerios. In Ireland... Crunchy Nut cornflakes is is one of my Irish indulgences. Crunchy Nut cornflakes and Cocoa Pops. Oh, beautiful. Are my, oh, dude, when I get home from like a, you do a gig in Cavan and you, you drive home and you know that you have full fat milk with uh, Cocoa Pops, dude. Amazing. Oh, my God. Take me back. Take me back to the simplicity of just... You know, just doing simple things and having cocoa pops at the end of the day and going to bed with regret, but the regret doesn't take away from that three minute of crunchy joy that you had. We didn't have in Ireland growing up. We didn't have half of the cool things that you guys had because I remember we had. Do you remember ricicles? Do you ever have ricicles? Uh, ricicles. I, I have a I have a vague memory of rice. They were like rice krispies, but then they were sugar coated. But then in amongst all the rice krispies, there was a. There was like chewy marshmallowy bits and in the shape of yeah, like so you, spaceship. You had that, that or you didn't have we that? We did have that, but that was the most exotic thing that we had. But I know you guys had like from Lucky Charms to all sorts of crack we going on. Lucky Charms is full of marshmallows and it was wow. a, it was a leprechaun. Yeah. Frosted Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Uh, which I made a joke about because it turns out it wasn't magic. It was just a lot of sugar. Yeah. Uh, we had um, um, cocoa for Cocoa Puffs. We had Cocoa Puffs, which was... I mean, there's definitely cocoa puff like cereals in Ireland because I've 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 bought them. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you guys have those choco flakes that you get in Spar, which are pretty. Um, you guys like we have in Spar, and uh, what else? Uh, growing up was well, we had golden grams. Uh, we had a lot more of those. We had a lot more of those cereals. Yeah, I'm scratching your face. We had a lot more of those cereals. You know. Um, I thought you were talking to Aiden there for a second, but I realize you're in New York. No, um, I'm talking <laughs> to I'm talking to Becky with the good hair, but she's scratching her face. But I think her skin's getting dry from all the uh, the air conditioned heating that's going on. So uh, yeah, but anyway, I, I I we were a big cereal family. Really? You know? Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I have not. I actually was in the supermarket yesterday, and I was looking at the Honey Nut Cheerios. So the Honey Nut Cheerios is my 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 cereal my my indulgence of choice. Here in the United States of America, as it turns out, it is the number one selling cereal in the United States. Wow. And it's full of sugar, but it is so good. I, I can, I, I, I find it very hard to stop myself <laughs> eating the Honey Nut Cheerios. But anyway, I, I didn't, I knew that if I put it into that cart, 
that I would be sitting there tonight and like literally like I'm so lazy. I could be sitting there about to think like, what will I do for dinner? And then I'll be like, fuck it. I'll just have two bowls of honey nut cheerios. Oh, totally. I'll, and do, I, I'll do that at, at least, at least two bowls. I, I mean, I haven't had cereal in years and I started buying cornflakes again and they only come in huge boxes and yes. bought the cornflakes. Oh, it's a one-off. I won't do it again. I just had to go back and buy them again. But cornflakes with the cold milk, pour it down the side so it doesn't make it to any soggy on top. So it stays crispy. So it stays crispy, exactly. And then loads of sugar over the top of it. Mmm. Oh, it's so good. Okay, life hack. Life hack number two. Life hack number two. You like your cornflakes crispy? Oh, yes. So you can just... Put the milk in first and then just keep pouring little bits on. I actually did that. And I think, have you said that before recently? I actually did that recently. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't say it before, did you not? but it's a life hack. I think somebody, I can't, I must have heard it. I just started putting the milk in first on, on top and I was just like, mind blown. Like, how have I not been, how did I not do this all my childhood, man? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, especially if you don't pour in too much and then you can get through it fast and then you can, you can bang on. By the way, do you, Sometimes I put honey, not sugar. Honey on the, on the... Yeah, we would have done that back in the day. We used to have um, uh, Weedabix uh, with honey on top uh, and some raisins sometimes as well. Mwah. Now, let me ask you this about Weedabix. Do you prefer when the Weedabix gets soggy or do you like them when they're still crisp? I think that there is a fine line. It's like in Italian fine cooking pasta al dente. You have to. It's like it's, it's a fine point between being way too hard and being way too soft uh, with the Weedabix as well. So I like I like them just to take the. It's like the the Weedabix drinks the initial first bit of milk and and then you got You got to get it before it gets too soggy. If it's too soggy, it's just like. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it when it's too soggy, but I'm like you. I like it when I my spoon goes through it pretty easy. Yes, yes. And there's no crispiness left. Mm. But I don't like it when it becomes like mush. Yes. Yeah, that's true. The mush is Very hard to achieve that. Now, when I, because we didn't have, there's Weedabix in in America now, but we didn't have Weedabix growing up. Uh Uh, And when I first got to Ireland, I I was very much into not too much milk with the Weedabix, but kind of like trying to saturate the Weedabix with my pouring. So yes. I would try to pour like very small amounts onto the weed. Yes. Not just like, because yeah. I, 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 I didn't like any dry bits going into my mouth. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, it's about an even distribution and hitting all the spots. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% milk distribution with the Weedabix is essentially impo- is very important. And I, you know, I, I don't know why this doesn't come up more. In fact, I don't know, was there ever an advertising campaign? Because if there isn't, there has to be about the perfect way to soak your Weedabix. In fact, I'm shocked that they haven't done an ad campaign where it's like, oh, I just prefer, I just like a lot of milk in mine. And then some people's like, I don't like that much milk at all. Yeah. Or, you know. Some people put the milk, uh, they put the milk into the Weedabix and then they put it in the microwave. Yeah, well, they like it hot, almost like a, like a, like a porridge yeah. situation. I mean, I've, I've done that, like, I guess on a hot, on a cold day or something. Yeah. You're sort of trying to, you know, you're, 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 you're trying to, um, you know, get like a bit of an oatmeal porridge. Yeah, I was ne- but- I'm never into that now myself. It, f- it always felt me like neither, bro. Felt like a farmer thing to do. I don't know why I say that. But <laughs> it felt like a farmer thing to do. I don't know. We never had a well, microwave. All cereal, up. All, all cereal was just so good when I got to Ireland because the milk was so creamy. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I I, but I remember I remember even cornflakes. Like Irish cornflakes are better than American cornflakes. Wow. 
But I just remember having cornflakes in Ireland for the first time. Just the milk was so much better. Oh, God. It was just like suddenly cornflakes were like, wow, this is amazing. Some of the be- Definitely some of the best dairy in the world because I worked in a lot of food business in England and that was the dairy over there. Is just, it's nowhere near. Even just your standard milk in the shop was just like, ugh, what is that? Like, um, yeah, we got amazing milk and butter here and Irish cheese. But I used to love shreddies when it would get soggy. I love soggy shreddies. Oh, yeah, they man. were good, yeah. Because the they still hold a the texture. Problem, they still hold a texture. Yeah, the problem with soggy shreddies is... So, because I have a problem. I'll get a box of cereal and it won't last very long. Yeah. And I can eat I can eat a full box of shreddies in, I mean, definitely two days, but more often a day and a half, to be honest with you. I'll get them at night after a show. I'll have a bowl or two. I'll have some in the morning. And then that night, I'll be like, fuck it, I'm having some more shreddies. Yeah. And then boom, a whole box of shreddies is in my stomach. And I can promise you that the couple of days after that, it's 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 pretty flowy. Oh, really? You know? Wow. Yeah, so I've, I actually don't buy shreddies anymore. Even though I love shreddies, I have a problem where I can't control myself with shreddies. Yeah. So I'm, I can't handle if the... And if the, you're having coffee as well with your shreddies, that's going to be pretty That's going to be pretty full on. I just can't. I can't do it anymore, man. I can't. You know, I ate so much Raisin Bran as a kid. I mean, I didn't realize how much my digestive system was, was, being, was being run by this... Uh, so many wires. Was being run by the amount of fiber that i was pumping in my body yeah uh so i don't do a brand flakes too i love brand flakes but i can't do it man it's i just love too, brand flakes yeah, yeah yeah it's too much it's like a three-day commitment yeah. you know well, especially like when you have shows i mean shows are like shows are like a laxative as it is <laughs> and then you got that plus fucking a box of brand flakes in a 24-hour period so unfortunately with shreddies and brand flakes and raisin bran i just I couldn't handle the commitment. The worst thing that I've learned, you seem to be able to handle it fairly well, but we do, we've do. we done uh, the whole subway trip before a show. And bro, does that make me fart? <laughs> I think it's yeah, the but bread. I don't mind farting. Farting, I'm, I'm, I think farting is just a wonderful addition to life. Yeah. And if you can rip a good, like, airy, you know, because, like, like, subway bread is kind of just, like, air. Yeah, You know? Totally. It's like, it's almost, it's, it's almost as if the sky just drew a bit of bread but there's actually nothing in it yeah. but it's a, it's a tasty bit of air yeah. you know and uh i think that when you eat the air it goes back into its natural state so it has to be released and i, I love a good you, you know you know when a fart is so powerful like it's 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 so painful inside your stomach yeah. that you know it's not going to smell because it's just not hot yeah. it's just air yeah oh totally i love i love those ones man just like a because they have all, just, all the sound effects but none of the none of the pain no yeah, one's suffering it's just pure li- it's just pure liberation yeah. you know it's like it's just like there's a freedom there's a freedom to it you know <laughs> and and you can almost feel your stomach start to start to go in and the, that's the problem with this fucking quarantine is like the way i was eating early on they weren't like those types of farts. They were like, it was something else. It was a, it was a, it was, a, it was a heavy sadness to my farts. It was almost as if my stomach went like, "What are you? What are you doing? Like, what are you?" Yeah. It's like we're back in college here. You're you're sitting around all day doing nothing. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on? What happened to our busy life? I know the bowels. The bowels don't like them. I remember the worst farts have to be protein shake farts. Um. I remember being side stage in Hawkswell in Sligo for a play 
And we all, the cast had to line up at the side before the bow. And the main actress, Ashley O'Sullivan, was doing the big monologue and closing off the whole show. And we have to be all very quiet as she's doing this big emotional bit. And then when the lights go down, we all have to quietly sneak on. The lights come up and we bow. But I was uh, doing a lot of tra- <laughs> weight training and stuff with, with, Keith, with Keith Duffy. <laughs> so he had me, I'd never done all these weights. So he had me on these protein shakes. And I was the first of the cast of 13 downside stage. So it was like a tiny little, and I said, I, I had a protein shake on, on the intermission and said, I'll just, I'll just let this one slide out. You know, nobody's here yet. It'll be fine. And <laughs> one by one, each cast member would come through the door into side stage. They couldn't make any noise, but they're all going... What the fuck is that? Oh my god! So embarrassing. We're, Did they know it was so you? Did you take yeah, responsibility? Yeah, I, I was. I was so embarrassed. And we're all on stage, like bowing and all that kind of stuff. And everyone is fuming, absolutely fuming, because they had to sit there in that smell for five minutes. <laughs> oh, bro. I know, man. Well, you know, and it's a hot one. Like, anyway, man. You know, there's there's nothing you can do sometimes though when it no. comes to shows. Shows sh- performance does funny things to your totally your digestive system. You know. It's all in your gut. But anyway, that's that's my life hack. Well, actually, my other life hack, I have to say, in terms of wind and smelly farts is, and I hate to admit it because I'm such a, I'm such a critic of people self-diagnosing themselves with conditions, but since I cut down on real, real milk and went with the oat milk, you know, oat milk is the only of the alternatives that I like because I quite like oat milk, but since I've gone with the oat milk, I've definitely had less, uh, less windy days. Definitely. I have to say. I've- but I can't. I can't. I can't say if that's anecdotal. If it's some other thing going on in my life, but yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I. I definitely have less. I, I. It's been better for my digestive system. I think it's true, bro. I would like when I moved to England. I had a reaction to the milk over there and started like getting <laughs> like really sick when I had to have the milk over there. Actually, that's what happened. Was I was living in a warehouse and me and a mate literally ate cereal for a week. We we weren't buying any food. We were just like, we had no money, so we just ate cereal all week. And I started getting, like, really bad toilet trips, basically. And somebody said to me, I bet you that's the milk. And sure enough, when I cut out the dairy, it was fine. And I was talking to this, she's a biochemist or something like that, this girl I went on a date on. Anyway, she said that that apparently, at the age of around 20, 28 to 34, your stomach lining apparently changes because the last of the lining that digested your mother's milk has left. And all, oh. she said that with a combination of if you've been drinking Irish dairy all your life and then you just started putting dairy from a different country, it's different bacteria. Sassenach. Yeah, yeah. Fucking banya. Banya na sassenach. Banya na sassenach. I don't know what the grammar, I don't know what the Tischl Ginneducht is on that, sorry. Um, but but yeah, apparently you can have a reaction like that. So yeah, I haven't, like I, like I don't even drink normal milk at all now, but I just have, but all, you know, the almond milk and all that stuff is grand. It's, um yeah, I, do, I just don't like almond milk. I just like oat milk, man. Yeah. Like, I kind of I kind of prefer oat milk. And I, I prefer oatly uh, barista version. However, what I have discovered over here is they have planted oat. And the planted oat extra creamy is also good. Did, so, nice. Did I tell you about... That's I, life hack number two. Go ahead. Well, my friend started literally just before the lockdown. Um, he's a barista friend of mine. And he started Dublin Oat. And they've done all the tests, and they reckon for coffee and all that, it's the best. It's the best oat milk now for. Uh, Ooh, well, for I'll tell you right now. Stuff. Tell him to call me, and I'll do a test. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the link to it. Shout out to Dublin. Oh, oat. I would love that. I would love to get Irish oat milk. I thought about it at the time because Oatly actually ran into like a distribution problem last year. Yes, and they couldn't keep up with yeah. the demand. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, God, there is a business right there, oat milk, because oat milk wipes the floor with all the dairy alternatives. Yes. I mean, there's no, there's no comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, he's uh, he, he, like, he combined with a, a chef. So he was a barista, and he, uh, he combined with a, a chef of a, a well-known restaurant in uh, Dublin. And they they just I I had just left working with the cafe, and he said he was. I was like, yeah, go for it, man. Just see what happens. And they just kept cooking it up and testing it and trying all the different ways. They got the recipe right, and now they're they literally just started distributing as the lockdown happened. But um, yeah, it'll be. I mean, why wouldn't you have an Irish oatmeal company? They're going to kill it. Can I just point out uh-huh. one of my biggest hates in all the world? Small balls, man. What the fuck? Small like, balls. I can't stand. When I first came to Ireland, like, I feel like nowadays there's much deeper balls around. Like Ikea came and suddenly the concept of a good deep ball. But when I first moved to Ireland, I always felt like everywhere I went, I fucking stay in people's houses. Like, oh yeah, you can have a breakfast there. Or like, you know when you go to a hotel and they have a buffet breakfast, a fucking bowl. Oh, they're tiny. ridiculous. Like, they're what? ridiculous. Yeah, why, 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 why? I'm going to have three bites of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have three bites of this fucking cornflakes or three bites of this fruit salad. What the fuck is the matter with And you? they use that same bowl for soup as well and it's just like, it's not enough. Like, uh, like uh, It's not enough, it's man. So, what the fuck is, it's small so bowls got to go. It so feels of 1980s Ireland, doesn't it? It's like, ugh. Oh man, terrible. I can't stand small bowls. If you got a small bowl. That's what you want, people. Buffet, yeah, a deep bowl and a and a fucking cowboy's coffee cup. That's what you need. <laughs> and a Portuguese woman to make it for you. No, it's not. That's exactly fucking some immigrant to make it for you. Good <laughs> Maria. Modern Ireland. <laughs> Maria, where are you? <laughs> Modern Ireland, man. Oh yeah. So that that's my life hack. You got any life hacks? I was just, yeah, yeah, I was just thinking life. Oh yeah. Well, no, I, I know. I know. We were saying that we were going to fuck around with with fake ones, but just out of curiosity, has there has anything jumped out at you yet that you're like, oh yeah, I need to keep this up? Uh, I well, uh, definitely, um, um, definitely, just do, doing stuff like baking. I like. I, I love cooking, and I've cooked for, for. I cooked as work for a while and stuff like that. So I've loved the baking. That has been amazing. And I, I've I swear to God, I've never got as much interaction on social media as I have in the last two weeks just because of baking. It's hilarious. Um, but also, as you can see, I need I need a haircut. But in order to like, I have like nice hair product that I've run out of and I can't get it. So coconut butter. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month. Over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, coconut butter seems to be the answer for bloody oh, everything. Fucking everything. It's from from, from, from your stuff skin. for your hair to your skin to lube, lube. Or anal. <laughs> coconut butter seems to be the You can cook with it and you can fuck with it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like fucking, you know, chuck it on the chuck it on the pan, fry some shit up, and while you're frying, fucking boom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what are you putting cocoa butter in your hair? I just did now. Yeah, I just did because it like otherwise, like the bro, 
the throw that I get is embarrassing. Like so, uh, just a bit well, of mine's pretty flowy. Mine, mine, mine's mine's getting there. I reckon oh, is that the longest you've ever it. had it. It's not the longest I've ever had it, but I'm not gonna cut. I'm not cutting it until this is over. You know, yeah. actually, the top. I can often have the top long, but it's the sides. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see how wingy the sides will get because yeah. you know this was a zero. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. all this crap yeah. started, so it'll be a while before that grows out. Yeah. You know? And you've sh- you've shaved your head before. You look good with a shaved head as well. So you think, ah, I shaved head years ago, but I'm done with that, man. That's the old me, bro. That's the old Des. This is the mature gray. You got to show off the gray. Yeah. You're like uh, so my life. My life hack is uh, no matter where, like when you're in the kitchen and you're like put on the kettle, you should do squats. You should do squats while you're waiting for the kettle. Nice. Squats while you're waiting for the toast. Squats while you're like on the phone with somebody. Nice, but you don't have to kill yourself. Just do like a set of five to ten squats and just do that. But I'm waiting for somebody to tell me if it's better to exercise. Like one longer session, or is it better to just do little spurts throughout the day? Because I have the jump rope here, and sometimes I just grab it and I do it for like three or four minutes. But I want to know is that effective, or is it better to just actually do? Because I do other pushy workouts like Peloton, or I'll do something in front of the screen longer. But I want to know is there also benefit from just like little bits like quick sprints with the dog when I'm going for a walk? Like if you're doing that throughout the day, what's the benefit of that? That's it. That's that's a question to the listeners. What? personal trainer with no real qualifications is out there right now that wants to give me an answer to that question i heard i've heard like that that works with like if you're doing 100 press-ups a day but even if it's all interspersed like you don't have you know you can do sets of 20 over the course of the, apparently over a couple of weeks that you really start to notice the effect of that um, is that right yeah yeah but so well, i get i get 100 push-up challenges a day from people i don't know on instagram so i might as well i might as well start answering them oh really a hundred in a they want to see no i'm just kidding it's just stupid you know one of them was 30 push-up challenge i was like well first of all i'm not wasting three full stories to get through your 30 push-up challenge yeah you know what i mean like the the most you're gonna the 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 shortest you're gonna do that is like 45 seconds possibly a minute i'm not wasting four stories on your challenge challenge has to be 15 seconds yeah 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 or else you can just boomerang it and just fucking... <laughs> but I just got one from Jason. It was like 18 push-up challenge, which is such a strange number, you know? Just to do 18 push-ups? Yeah, that was... There's a lot of different push-up challenges right now going around Instagram and TikTok and stuff. I love the Jolene one. That is good, to be fair. What, what's that one? Have you seen... Uh, who... Um, well, Andy Lee was doing it. So Andy Lee, the Irish boxer, who... I think he now trains in New York, but he does it with his... No, I just po- turned on my TikTok, sorry. He, he oh, go ahead. I think he does it with his fighters where um you put on Dolly Parton Jolene and every time she says Jolene you have to do a push up and when she's not saying it you have to stay stay up. It's very funny. Oh, that's a great challenge. It's a great one, bro. So when she's saying Jolene push ups and then when she's not, you're planking or you just stay yes, up? Yes, you're, you're planking you're planking up. Uh you just stay full hands up. Yeah, hands up. You just stay in the up position. But it's t- I think it's two and a half minute song or something like that. But every so it's like Jolene, 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 Jolene. And then you have to wait for it the next week. I'm begging you, please don't take my hand. Oh, that's great. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm gonna do the Jolene challenge. Yeah. But uh very disappointed my uh my jesus christ superstar tiktok oh i haven't seen only has seven only has seven comments and uh 191 likes on tiktok it's very disappointing uh 1800 views but you know you know if it's if it's if it's gonna do well you know pretty quick okay it's more more around the five or six thousand views within the first few hours sometimes whatever time of the day and all that isn't it 
I know, but I think sometimes with anything that's older, the older reference stuff just doesn't land with these kids, you know? Oh, here's a life hack. But it's Good Friday. Yes, it is Good Friday. Bro, it's too... Go, I went out go. For the, I went out for the run there. It's too fucking busy out there. But anyway, uh, I don't know if this is a life hack, but it's definitely for our generation. Sonic the Hedgehog, the computer game that we used to play on the yes. Mega Drive, you can get it on, the, on your phone now, the exact... Game. No. Yes. yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's amazing. Steve, <laughs> that is a great life hack, bro. Great life hack. Like the whole game, bro. Virtual, <laughs> virtual high five, Steve. That is a great life hack because, God, I remember playing. We had Sega Genesis. You guys called it Mega Drive. We called it Sega Genesis. Right. That was the very first That's why one. That was a little bit bigger and it was had gray books. No, no? Well, no, no, no. Mega Drive and Genesis were the same. Right. The Sega Master System, but then Sega, for some reason in Europe, they called it Sega Mega Drive. They called it Sega Genesis here because okay. you didn't have Genesis, right? Genesis means no, nothing. I don't remember right. Genesis, no. No, because Biggie Small says Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, that, so you probably didn't even know what was going on there, but it was the Mega Drive. But it was, oh, Sonic, oh my God, I'm so going to. I actually, I, I can't remember where I was, but I played Sonic not that long ago. Right. And how do you make them go on the. On it's the all the controls are here, here look. It even does the it even does the Sega. Sega. Oh my god, dude, you're taking me back, That's man. It's so good. It's so good. It's absolutely amazing. Oh my god. I, I can't I, I just I just can't wait to eat cereal and play Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, man. You're bro. taking me back to my childhood uh, before I was abandoned to another sent to another country by my family. It's like <laughs> it's so um Sega. Wait till you hear the sound. Wow. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start a game here for you just so you can hear the sound. Oh yeah, that's great. Can we play each other or no? So I'm I'm on uh, level three or whatever, but yeah, do you remember? Oh, you're on that? level three already. So, so of there, course I do. There's the the buttons and all that for him to go and yeah, and you spin them and everything. And you can spin them, yeah. But it was always there was always a dilemma with do you try to get through quicker? Do you try to get as many uh, yeah. rings as possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's your what's your feeling? I've just been playing on both because uh, well, I think if you go through because um, there is a different section that's time trials, you know, so you you get through the episode. Yeah, does, and you have to get the rings to get some. You get extra lives in different. I things, think right? so. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, wow, you're taking me back. But have We're you seen? So have old. You I was actually thinking. I was thinking this today. I was driving down and I was like, I'm 44 years old. Like odds on, best case scenario, I'm halfway through. Like I'm I'm really I'm halfway through life now. And I, I just started to think about the late 70s, early 80s, and I was like, fuck me, that's a long time ago. Yeah. I've been on this fucking planet a long time, and now you bring up Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you seen the movie? I'm not joking you. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Sonic Hedgehog, the movie? It came out uh, this year. Jim Carrey plays Dr. Robotnik. It's it's so good. Um, it's uh, Yeah, it came out in February of this year. I don't know how many times I've watched it. My daughter loves it, and then we go out on the road, and she pretends she's Sonic going... Like, it's just... Oh, that's great. It's great. It's so funny how your kids can get into stuff that you're into because my He-Man never became big again. He-Man didn't become big. But my brother loved He-Man. My brother thought that he was He-Man when he was a kid. Right. My brother Mike. And so he introduced He-Man to Kieran, his son, but on YouTube, like shitty quality yeah. old He-Mans. And then Kieran was like really into He-Man for a long time. It's funny. That's great. Yeah, My daughter loves the movie. And then I found, I was talking to somebody this morning on Instagram about Sonic and the guy goes to me, you know you can get that on your phone. It's just like, and I was like, yeah, but it's going to no. be shit. And he's like, no, the, the actual game is there. You can play it. So sure enough, went on it. It's free. 
downloaded it and you can you can play the game and uh so there I was in bed till like 12 o'clock this morning playing sonic and my daughter's coming in going oh my god it's sonic it's sonic I was like this is where he came from you know <laughs> yeah this is his origin story <laughs> yeah we controlled sonic yeah 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 she thinks it's just a movie the movie i highly recommend I the movie it's, it's easy silly i'm going to play watching. it now all day and then i'm going to watch the movie man yeah it's yeah it's great it's dude great. it's great that's great well listen that's 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 more than I was expecting out, out of today. I thought we'd do a lot of life hacks, but really we just went down memory lane, which is fantastic. Cereal I really Sonic. just wanted to do boom. I wanted to do something light for our listeners because I ended up getting really emotional about John Prine dying. I'd never heard of him before, and I had like an emotional reaction. And then Jason was great, but he was talking about his his dad. It was great, but it was like two sessions in a row of grief. So yeah. I wanted something that was like. You know, Jay's Jay's great at talking about that stuff as well, isn't he? Because it's there's still a no. It was great. Levity. It was a yeah, fa- yeah. it was it was it was it was fantastic. Uh, so uh, so th- this is this has been ideal. Just a just just a break, just a break from it all. Yeah, you know? I just wanted a break. I hope you everyone's know? doing. So, uh, if all you guys listening out there, I hope you're all doing good. And if you're in Ireland, we've we've officially got another month, but it's okay. You've got Sonic on your phone now. Yeah, and uh, well, in Ireland, I wish everybody the best. I listened to, I've been listening to Morning Ireland every day, trying to stay connected. Uh, but you guys appear to be doing a pretty good job over here. It's a fucking shit show. Uh, you know, nobody's really at the wheel. Our, our governor's mm-hmm. at the wheel, but uh, Trump is out of his mind. He's 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 gloating about that it was the best week on the stock market since 1974. It's Jesus. like, mate, you don't gloat about the stock. <laughs> like, anyway. So uh, for everybody over here, you know, I get very, do you get very emotional when you see TikToks of uh, frontline workers? Yeah. And well, especially the ones of, of when they're walking out from work and there's people queuing oh. out to, to clap them. And uh, I've had, I've, I've had a few, I didn't realize if, uh, quite a few nurses get in touch, listening to this and listening to Hello Steve-O podcast as well. And um, it's great just to, they really appreciate us creating banter and crack like this and, uh, so you genuinely feel a sense of meaning in just just doing this, you know what I mean? Because they listen to it, you know, and it just helps them to get their mind off the. Because it's stressful going into work, and this helps yeah, them get man. their mind off it. So if they can think about crunching up cornflakes for a few minutes, that's great, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be happy, man. I mean, I feel for them, you know. Totally. So when these TikToks come up, and like I've always had a thing for nurses, like it doesn't matter. But my first DVD, I recorded uh two years after i had radiation uh for testicular cancer uh-huh. and the nurses at that hospital including ed burns mother by the way ed burn the comedian's mother was the head nurse there uh, in the radiography or radiology department whatever whichever of those two things it's called uh in saint luke's hospital which is just a cancer hospital you know yeah and just the way that these nurses dealt with me and dealt with other people and there's like a lot of dying you know at the time especially like i just i just was amazed at how good they were not just at looking after you but also just like the vibe they created and the sense of friendship Mm. so my first dvd is actually dedicated to the nurses at saint luke's and i just remember feeling so connected to them at the time but i have a similar feeling now like it is uh, there is a real sense of like warmth and love you know uh, joined with powerlessness that you can't do anything but you just wish that there was some way to just give it out to them yeah, yeah. it's really amazing what they're doing yeah oh, it's, it's unbelievable and like jason was saying in the previous podcast like their ability to to have such great empathy when his dad was passing away and stuff like that but they know how to yes. say the night the right thing but they know how to yeah, be funny the EM, and, they were the emts yeah, yeah. The emts amazing like they have to go into these horrific situations yeah yeah um so shout out to the nurses out there you guys are amazing 
God, Steve, you're very uh, you're you're a very good member of of this podcast community. You're listening to the other apps. Uh, yeah, I do when I get a chance, and uh, yeah, like literally when I get a chance. It's weird. I definitely I'm not listening to as many podcasts as I because I am a podcast listener. But now, um, because I don't have as much time on my own, so I obviously listen to podcasts when I'm. Uh, on the road or traveling or whatever like that, but like it, listening to a podcast is not really a thing you do sitting at home. I listen to them when I'm when I'm cooking, so I love sticking on a podcast and cooking. Ah, right. Um, yeah. So that's uh, well. First of all, let's remind our listeners. I know you just said it, but let's give them a direct call to action that the Hello Stevo podcast is also up and running yes. again. Yes, uh, with a lot of apps since you've been on the uh, in quarantine. So do check out the Hello Stevo podcast. Yes, thank you very and thanks very much for. I actually said I never did it but i set up a donation thing um just like if anyone did want to get and i got loads of donations this week oh, so it's been like uh it's been amazing so i'm very grateful and thankful that i got emotional about that actually i was like fucking hell you know being, you know it was just yeah but that is nice because you're not you're you're asking for people to help you out because you are doing a thing yeah you yeah are working it's not like you're asking for money for nothing yeah yeah so it is fair enough yeah yeah so um i'll tell you one thing man if fucking if if the world is still closed down in the autumn, I'll be fucking asking for donations too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Right now, right now, I'm good. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm I'm good, and we'll get this show on the uh, back up and running in, in the autumn. But if this if this game is still going on in the autumn, then I'll be asking for donations. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. But um, and uh, our a l, uh, Christina called yesterday actually as well, and that was great just to chat to them because like everyone at the agency is in a weird place as well and all that stuff. So it was just yeah, yeah. Plus, it's hard to re- reschedule shows because totally you don't want to sort of you don't want to do something that you're gonna have to do again. So it's, mm. it's it's a weird it's a weird situation. But anyway, um, on both the Hello Steve-O podcast and this uh, podcast, leave comments if you don't know where the comments are. Even though I always say. It, you go to the end of all the episodes and it'll say write a review and you leave a five stars, write a review. It helps the chart position. That's that's if you want to know why I'm always asking for this, it helps the chart position. You get a good chart position. There's a chance that people that didn't know about your podcast will see you easier. So that's always good. Do that on mine and hello, Steve-O. And uh, if you listen on Spotify, please uh, just take a screenshot and put it up on Instagram. That that's 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 my favorite thing. Or put it up on Twitter. Say you like these podcasts. And then obviously uh, this podcast will be up on YouTube. How are you feeling about the videos, Steve? Yeah, good. I had a shave, as you can see, so it's big. You know, <laughs> uh, I enjoy it, man. You know, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine I mean, yesterday. They don't get a they don't they don't get a ton of views. Sorry, what were you saying? I was talking to a friend of mine who um, works in. Uh, what did he call it? Visual editing or visual directing or something like. He does a lot of. He directs loads of live online stuff like this, basically in Canada. Yes. And um, he was saying, like, that's the this is the this is the future. And the more work you put into this, the better it's going to get, you know. And uh, you know, yeah, just keep keep working at it and keep investing in this kind of stuff. So I'm just enjoying it. Um, you, you get used to it. I've done loads of other people's podcasts and. I did one the other day that was really cool called Streaming in the Years, <laughs> which is... Ah, brilliant, brilliant <laughs> name. Two, brilliant two, name. Two Cork boys, Dennis Lane and um, and Roger O'Sullivan. And you, it's basically the three of us. And then on Skype, I think it was. And then we're just watching YouTube and chatting at the same time. It was great. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, so... Um in terms of uh, the YouTube, do watch YouTube. I mean, I don't mind they don't get a ton of views because my, my thinking on it is the reason why I keep putting them up is because you, you begin to trick the out al- The algorithm starts to yeah. notice you as a regular content yeah. contributor and then you hope that it gets out there on the recommends and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. All right, Steve. Well, thank you to you, Steve, and thank you to 
our listeners, I'm just going to sign off uh, right here uh, at Des Bishop on Instagram at Hello Steve O on Instagram. Thanks so much, guys. Look after yourselves. All right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll be this. This is go. This is sat- today is Saturday, so we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Joanne should be back next week, and uh, we'll have some other reps. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.